Okay, so I actually want to expand on something that I talked about uh, yesterday um, in my last episode. <laughs> it's not yesterday, but my last episode. Um, it's something from an idea. Uh, not an idea. It it comes from something that was said by um, a YouTuber by the name of Young Ripley. Uh, and what he said, and I'm kind of paraphrasing, is that what exactly is the point of being a fan if everything that I've invested my time, my attention to, years of my life actually learning about, studying, and um, involving myself with, and whatever it is that I'm a fan of, like, what, what's the point of being a fan if the powers that be that own the rights to it, or the different companies that buy it or whatever, don't even take out the time to give it uh, a justifiably good adaptation if they do not follow the character, the story, or even what uh, just what generally the care um, what what the person represents. If end of the paraphrase, really. <laughs> but if all of that goes to shit, then what exactly is the point of being a fan? Why? even put up with being, like, why even put up with that, that, uh, nomenclature, you know, like, why have that, you, you have recently, um, the, uh, Halo debacle, which was that they made a show that completely was just a clusterfuck towards anyone that happens to call themselves a fan of the show Halo, yet, for whatever reason, uh, the people at Paramount thought that it'd be great to not only invest $90 million into the shit show, but to have a female character that is not important, do not important things, and then essentially try to make her seem as if she was this all-important character all along, when ultimately she was just a sack of shit. I mean, they made Rerun. Not Rerun. Wrong uh, name. They made Short Round. That's all she was. And instead of being a, a, a complete... Uh, fucking Chinese stereotype, they made the bitch Korean. That's it. It was short round. All day long was short round. Uh, <laughs> like, her involvement with Master Chief made absolutely no sense. Like, he, he didn't know her. She didn't know him. So stupid. Hell, it would have made more sense if she was angry and upset at him because that nigga literally killed her fucking mother. But, whatever. <laughs> so stupid. But, when that... When that show came out, I felt bad for Halo fans. And I say this all the time for different things that get that type of treatment. And it's like, I feel bad for the fans of it because of the fact that I know what you're going through. This shit happens because stupid people get put at the helm of shit that they should not be a part of. There's absolutely nothing wrong with speaking to fans. I mean, like, diehard fucking fans about something. And just getting their interpretation on whether or not, you know, you're at least doing the, um, the project justice. Look at uh, Spider-Man, for the love of God. Toby's Spider-Man. Those movies are amazing. They're, they're fantastic iterations of Spider-Man. Now, you can argue that someone would sit there and be like, well, you know, you're taken away from his genius by stripping him away of his web shooters. But I would argue that the movie that uh, the movies had other way of showcasing said genius. You know, whether it be his attentiveness in class or like the different times when he would talk about certain things, his involvement or his appreciation of Doc Ock. 
shit like that, you know? And it was like, it still kept him, kept him smart, kept his intelligence. It didn't strip that away from him in exchange for him being able to shoot webs out of his hand. You see what I'm saying? We still got an intelligent Peter Parker. We just didn't get web shooters. That's, that's what happened. See, that's totally different from something like uh, Homecoming, which literally took away every key aspect that made Spider-Man Spider-Man in, in this vain attempt to try and um, shoehorn him into the MCU, which was one, unnecessary, two, uh, something that realistically didn't need to destroy his own origin in order to do, and three, ultimately pointless as they push this character to the sideline because they don't like the fact that he is their most popular character while they're in the midst of bringing up other characters so they can be far more popular than the male counterparts. Ain't that a bitch? <laughs> so you did everything you could to get him um, and that's what everyone wanted. And then when you got him, all you did was bitch him up and you wanna make sure people don't care about him. Motherfucker. So it's, it's horrifying that basically we're at this dystopian concept of content where generally speaking, I've been screaming about this for, for a long time, the comic books themselves are fucking storyboards. Those, the, like everything that you could possibly want is right there on pages that you have unlimited access to. All you have to do is to transfer that to the big screen. Now I'm not saying that you need to copy everything exactly because Lord knows, no you don't. It's the same issue that I have with anime when it's like, you don't understand the media. You don't need to sit there and do every fucking thing in order for this thing to be considered a, a well done adaptation. You don't need all the exposition anime, but yet we got what we got, motherfucker. But essentially it's the, it's this ridiculous redundancy where you have so many people just constantly trying to put in their own twist and spin on something. Now, granted, comic books actually gained their popularity by being something that was different imaginations and different takes on characters by other creators and whatnot. People who did better at writing stories than they did at, um, you know, at, at actually creating their own individual character. I'm not saying that that's not something within the realm of these characters in, in general. I mean, Look at what happened with Blade with Wesley Snipes. That movie fucking saved Marvel, but that Blade is no way, shape, or form close to what he originally was in the comic books. But he still was a great adaptation of Blade for what he became and what he is presented now. So I don't really get the fact that you have just this abundance of stupid people who don't even try to get something close to the character now. I mean, like I said, with the Sam Raimi example, uh, with, with Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, uh, Toby, you essentially had small things that made Peter Parker Spider-Man take, taken away. But there were small things that essentially aren't, they, they weren't detrimental towards the character that was Peter Parker becoming Spider-Man. They, they weren't. There were small things that essentially you can equate to, you know, filming wise or just a, a different, um, you know, just like a different understanding of the character and whatnot. Because it's like, it's not like he wasn't able to produce his own webs within the comics, but it was a short lived, small little thing because it was kind of fucking stupid. But 
it didn't, but the movie itself was able to counter, to counteract this because they didn't fucking strip that away from his intelligence. Yes, like I said, like, he didn't, uh, he didn't make his web shooters, but he was still the intelligent Peter Parker. It didn't take away his web shooters because he was too fucking stupid to make them on his own. No, they, they took away his web shooters because he was able to produce web shooters on his own. Totally different scenario, totally different situation, totally different um, kettle of fish. So that's something that was done, and it like, but it remained true towards the character. Me being a fan of Spider-Man, I was able to understand Pinpoint and, and accurately look at this and go okay this still is good and it's like it might be something that a diehard fan that sees this and is like oh i'm pissed would generally get upset about but hell a majority of people were far more upset with the costume than they were with anything else but realistically this has been a running theme with um, spider-man characters in the movies as people have been generally very dismissive of the costumes like every fucking time doesn't matter what you do or how you do it they have always been dismissive of the costumes and I actually think that Andrew Garfield's first costume in The Amazing Spider-Man was a wonderful showcase of like him pre-making his costume into what it becomes finally. You know, him taking shit and then merging it into his little uh, outfit rather than you have, you know, it's still showcasing how Peter Parker is the one who designed the Spider-Man outfit. He's the one who came up with the, um, with everything creative from it. Hell, he even took from um, a fucking wrestling match because like it just didn't do the origin where he was uh, taken away from uh, where he was actually a wrestler. It was showcasing the wrestling match. So I I enjoy, I, I thought that was a wonderful way of showcasing it. it was like, I didn't think the, the costume was the greatest and it, it shouldn't have been because it wasn't. But it was a perfect first costume because over time, Spider-Man is known for making alterations, different um, things that he would add on to it. Like after he fights Electro, he makes the suit insulated, shit like that. Stuff like that happens with the character because that's who Peter Parker is. Thus, when the Amazing Spider-Man 2 movie came out and his costume was completely different, it was totally understandable because yes, why would he just keep the same fucking costume? Something that they didn't even do in the Tobey movies and I thought that was fantastic. Yet, a lot of people just didn't like it being the way that it was or doing what it did. And honestly, I was like, eh, whatever. But that's, a to but that's something that didn't take away from the character as well as just showcased a, a different understanding of the character, you know? And it was like, that Peter Parker still made his outfit. That Peter Parker still was the one who came up with the design and the, um, the sleekness of the original Spider-Man costume, which is what Peter Parker did. Now then, you have uh, Tom Holland Spider-Man, which everything that made his suit, his suit, made by Tony fucking Stark, which you look at and go, what the fuck? And for some reason, the dumbest of people sat there and thought they know it's okay because the eyes get to move, which was only done in an attempt to copy the Deadpool movies because they made those eyes move, and what they did was still a piece of shit. Because they gave the reason, the justification behind the eyes moving, um, being a part of the spider sense, and that has never been a thing. So, how exactly is is what um, they did with Tom Holland's suit better than what happened with Andrew Garfield's suit? When Andrew Garfield still made his own fucking suit, 
Well, well, Tom Holland had a suit. No, Tom Holland had a hoodie with goggles and shit that he was still running around in. He didn't create his own suit. And then we didn't even get to see him partially make his suit with Tony Stark. No, 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 no. Tony Stark made it entirely. This, again, is shit that's done to just realistically undermine the character completely. It's the same thing as Hulk, um, uh, Banner becoming Hulk and then essentially being like, well, you know, I'm against violence. And then he just bitching up whenever some shit needs to be done. It, it's, it's insulting because this isn't who the characters are. It's not what they're supposed to be. It's not what they've ever done. So why is it being presented as such? When you know under years of fucking books and different iterations and whatnot, you have all of this information that can tell you and give you justifiable answers behind why characters do the things that they do and they don't need to be changed. All you need to do is just show appreciation to the damn thing. So why don't you? And, and that's ultimately one of the more fucked up aspects about the um, about what I'm talking about in terms of being a fan and whatnot is that all you have or, or the main supporters for your work or for these um, IPs that you're dealing with are the fans. They're the ones who kept it alive. They're the ones who buy the shit. They're the ones who look at it with awe and ad admiration and then go on to create different things because they were inspired by that, this, that, and the third, and blah, blah, blah. Fans do that, not normal people. Normal people don't know what the fuck this is. So when you're presenting it to normal people, why is your mindset, I'm gonna dumb it down for the normies because the normies are too fucking stupid to understand what we got going on. It's 305 Worldwide. <laughs> it's stupid. It's incredibly stupid because all you're doing is undermining the fans that actually know and like this shit. And then when you showcase it, what you're showcasing is a piece of shit. It's a piece of shit that the fans can't recognize. And then normies look at with just kind of a yeah, fleeting disposition because even if they cling to it now, they're not gonna remember it. I guarantee you, like, yeah, No Way Home made a billion dollars, but aside from the nostalgia factor, how the fuck was that a good movie? Literally, take away all the nostalgia factor. Guess what? There's no villains. There's no um, cameos. That's it. You just have Tom Holland's Spider-Man being fucking stupid. And, it, and it's disgusting. But that's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with these people who essentially see that as a, a victory, as a win. You could have presented a Spider-Man movie that was a thousand times better. And I'm just still doing Spider-Man, but it's like, it doesn't just pertain to just him. I mean, this shit been going on since Tim Burton did fucking Batman. And look how upset a lot of people got at that Batman. That Batman fucking killed people. And yet, that Batman movie are amazing. Those, those Batman movies are great. The only one that sucks was Batman and Robin. I dare you to say anything else. <laughs> but... And uh, hell, a lot of people sat there and criticized Jim Carrey's um, concept of uh, the Riddler without actually knowing who the fuck the Riddler is. I mean, that's even more disgusting to me. And it's like, you don't even know the character yet. For some reason, you're going to tell me that Jim Carrey's not doing it well? Fuck out of here. Jim Carrey, it seems like Jim Carrey's doing it perfect because guess what? He was doing it perfect. You insolent bitch. But... We're dealing with a bunch of people who essentially sit there and look at shit like that and then they go, oh no, Jim Carrey was able to portray the Riddler the way how the Riddler was portrayed, especially within the 80s Batman shit, which is essentially an homage to the original Batman when it first came out. 
but you have diehard fans sit there and say, well, I didn't like that. I don't like that because it's more brooding and gruesome now. So it being portrayed that way in the movies is bad. But yet it was still an interpretation of the Riddler that was done fine. So there was nothing, there was no harm that took away from the character. He was still the smart, clever, um, uh, smart, clever, uh, narcissistic sociopath that he is within the comics and it was portrayed in a way that actually was showcased and done in a fine way especially for someone taking the realms over a movie franchise that they didn't even fucking start and then still the movie did fantastic the movie was phenomenal people loved it it made money but it actually was done well it was a, a fine Batman movie. It was a good Batman movie. I grew up watching the fucking movie because it was a good Batman movie. But essentially, you just have so many people who confuse just the dumbest shit now, or they just get attached to the dumbest shit, and then it just makes you question everything that makes you a fan. The, like I said, the movie was done fantastic. And it was done in a way that allowed regular people who know nothing of the Riddler to get introduced to the character, as well, uh, excuse me, as well as people who knew about the Riddler for a long time to understand and finally see him get showcased in a deserving light within the movie scope. I mean, there's so many fucking comic book fans that'll tell you that Riddler is like a sea villain. Even now, in the um, current Batman bullshit, they'll say that Riddler is like a sea villain, and it's fucked up because they're undermining the character because you know DC's being dumb right now, but. That's just where we're at. That's what we're dealing with as fans. It's fucked up, but that's what it is. And then it makes you question why even support the shit in the first place? Why like it? Why continue to watch stuff for Star Wars if all Disney's going to do is piss on Star Wars? Why? I have, I have no fucking answer because I have no fucking idea.